1: It's your call for the best college football coverage. From National Signing Day to the National Championship and everything in between. CBS Sports presents the Cover 3 Podcast.
0: And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast here on CBS Sports. You see those sirens in your feed. That's because it's an emergency podcast and we're going to the recruiting trail. So Bud Elliott... We have to break down the news of the day. Really, one of the biggest headlines in uh, in, in college football. You know, the the sport in general. As five-star quarterback, according to the twenty-four-seven Sports Composite, Ty Simpson has picked Alabama. He made his announcement on CBS sports HQ. The other, um, the other schools in the running Clemson, it seems like it was an Alabama Clemson thing coming down the stretch and he's from uh, Tennessee. So Tennessee was in there. Uh, Ole miss also, I guess uh, I don't, you can uh, fill me in on how much they were actually in the mix near the end, but, uh, but the Alabama Clemson Ole miss Tennessee, sort of the, the ones on the, his 24 seven sports profile. So, you know, he's a, I guess let's let's start with this, the player himself, because we have the classic fork in the road right here, five-star in the composite, ooh, four-star in 24-7 sports. Can you take us behind the scenes? Like, what's the – not that there's anything wrong with this player who's going to Alabama with the plans of of once again uh, making it to the NFL like so many Alabama players have under Nick Saban, but how, how do you see Ty Simpson as a player? What's uh, your scouting report and some of the thinking from your colleagues at 24-7?
1: Yeah. So I, like a lot of kids out there, I, I've not seen Ty Simpson in, in person yet this year. Right. I mean, because the the, the pandemic, I, I haven't been to a camp where he's been at, but I, I've been able to watch his, you know, his, his huddle and, and some of his games and I, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. Like Ty Simpson is, is a really good prospect. There's obviously a reason that we're doing, you know, an emergency podcast. I, I will note that we have awarded very few five stars as of yet on 24 seven sports so far this year. Uh, and there's a reason for that. We want to be uh, purposeful with awarding those five stars. I, I think what only not, not not too many kids have them, you know. Yet he is a five star on the composite. We we, we see him right now as the 61st overall prospect in the country, uh, and you know a, a top five QB. So Ty Sampson, you know, decent size, right? 6'2", 185. Hell, he may even be taller now. Like that's the latest measurement that we have on him. But we'll, we'll see what he looks like when he goes to Elite Eleven this summer um he there's a lot to like his dad is the head coach at ut martin okay uh, jason simpson right so son of a coach i i'm not saying that, that makes or breaks a player but i i do think that's a help if you grow up around the game if you if you understand how to sit in on meetings and and just understand how the game is played that that's a leg up that a lot of prospects don't have the arm i would say is is good to pretty good i don't think he has an absolute canon but but he does have some throws where where he puts a lot of zip on it. Athletically, he's he's not like a freakish athlete. He's not running people over like like Tim Tebow or, or running by them like Lamar Jackson. But he does have like escapability to where he you're like oh this kid's sacked oh no he's not right and and yeah. that's an important thing to look at because his high school team is not very good Chip so he's kind of doing a lot of it not not saying they're not good but like they don't have a ton of studs around him. It's not like he's playing in an Aquinas or. You know what? Booker what, T of Washington or St. Right. Bosco, one of those. Exactly. So you know the pocket pocket breaks down. You think he sacked? Oh no, he actually gets out of it. He's he's running around. He's he's making plays sort of off script, if you will. He's making some off platform throws. I I think that's one thing he does well is the uh, kind of off balance. Wow, like like you probably shouldn't be able to put that on the money. Uh, and, and, and he does a nice job doing that the production I think is one thing that probably holds him back a little bit so far in the rankings. It's something we're going to be watching more as a senior. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we, we do value w- what you do in high school as far as your volume, or are, are you throwing for a whole bunch of yards? Are you, are you, completing at a really high percentage and his efficiency numbers are, are pretty okay. Right. But he just, his team doesn't throw the ball 50 times a game or, or 40 times a game. Like some of these high schools do. And I, like he's not quite as sure of a bet as say like 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 a Bryce Young or 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 a Trevor, just because of, of the experience and, and the volume. But look, he was the number one target for for Alabama and, and for Clemson. Bunsen. Yeah. You know, I mean w- once once Ewers was off the board, obviously. The the, the kid going to Ohio State, who's our number one and number one overall player in the whole country. There, there's a lot to like here. The uh
0: for Alabama, what was the when, when he was the number one quarterback prospect. Like, what does that mean? What is they, What does he, how does Nick Saban and this staff, which, by the way, and I think that this is very significant, you lose Steve Sarkeesian, you lose Jeff Banks, you lose Charles Huff. We got so much turnover, and, you know, you bring in Bill O'Brien, you bring in Doug Marone, some big NFL names, but for uh, recruiting a quarterback when you've lost so much, oh, Kyle Flood, offensive line coach as well, when you've got that kind of turnover on the offensive staff, you know what does the the closing pitch look like for the Crimson Tide uh, as as they've got to try to land this uh, this top quarterback prospect with new faces coming in and, and some of the guys that might have been playing a role in uh, in helping recruit him also leaving.
1: Yeah, so luckily at twenty four seven Sports we we have Steve Wilfong on staff who gets the scoop on like every single top recruit ever, and uh, with Ty Simpson it's no different. Uh, Steve reported that Ty Simpson actually had zoom calls with Nick Saban uh, for seven days in a row. Okay. And so like, like Nick Saban has taken a, a real, real active role in this recruitment. And I know Tim Watts from Alabama has reported that Nick Saban has actually been more involved in recruiting over the last calendar year uh, than he ever has been before, because you know, you're not able to get on the road and do things. And and you know, you're not able to have the visitors and whatnot. So he's just sitting there do, doing, doing zooms. We actually saw him, in that leaked Zoom video uh, w- 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 with the uh, the 2022 recruit uh, from the last cycle. So I think we're, for Alabama, it's, look, we took Bryce Young in the 2020 class. Most people think, like, if, if, if his development goes as planned, he's probably going to be gone after two more years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You you land a four-star prospect last year in, in, in Jalen Milroe out of Texas, but I don't think that he's on the Bryce Young level. Now, look, I didn't think that uh, –
0: Mac I Jones, the,
1: yeah, I I didn't think Mac Jones was was going to be on Tua's level, uh, and yet he ended up, you know, having an awesome national championship year. So it does seem like this is sort of an upcycle for Alabama in the QB recruiting process. Same same goes for Clemson, by the way. Um, the production, the NFL development, and, and and the path and and the playing for championships all matter a lot here. I, I'm sure Ty Simpson's dad, being coach, has to have a ton of respect for Nick Saban. Um, the other thing I would say is as Steve Wilfong Wolfong reported, uh, Bama's been making a late push here for talking about development of a person and life after football and whatnot, which is look most likely everybody, a counter isn't that what pretty much
0: every program is gonna try to do.
1: Yes, for sure. But okay. Clemson does that really well. Mm. Right. So if you're if you're going up against Clemson, you gotta know what you're fighting against and, and you gotta know what pitches you have to combat. And uh, that, that's been something that's that's been a heavy push from Alabama. But look, the biggest thing here is Nick Saban's gone through how many offensive coordinators, and that offense has continued to roll from 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 Kiffin uh, to Loxley to you know Sark now now Bill O'Brien. Oh
0: boy, don't forget that the one year with Brian Dayball that they don't really right. talk about. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> sh- sh- sh-
1: sh- sh- they go. It's mm-hmm.
0: like Saban makes most assistant coaches promise two years. You know he always wants he wants all of them to give him at least two years before they go out. And Brian Dayball did one season. They're like, ah, maybe go back to the NFL. Maybe you're better off somewhere else. <laughs>
1: Yeah, look, you gotta—you don't have to love recruiting, but you at least have to tolerate recruiting if, if you're going to be a college coordinator. Not not everybody loves that. So, this is a, a really nice pickup for Alabama. Um, I think they're probably going to take just one QB this year. We'll see if they want to reach and 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 take a second. But uh, th- this was their this was their top guy.
0: All right. So the Clemson side of this is this. Uh, it we don't we don't see Clemson miss a lot, right? Like, if it's coming down to, uh, and this is going to change as Clemson has leveled up its recruiting, right? Like, as Clemson is now competing against Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State and trying to be in that top five level, you are going to end up taking some L's that maybe wasn't uh, going to be the case when uh, when Clemson was sort of, operating in that seven to 15 to 12 kind of range and, uh, and, and sometimes taking smaller classes because they had guys that were staying for, for four years and, and not having as many scholarships. Does this, uh, what is this a big loss for the tigers to be, to miss
1: out here? I I would say it's a, a decent size loss, right? I, I don't, I'm not convinced that Ty Simpson is, is a generational prospect. One, they're going to look back on i like, oh man, if we just had Ty Simpson. Now, maybe I'll be wrong, right? Like m- maybe he'll win the Heisman. He's going to Alabama, so
0: he's he he <laughs> already decent yeah. odds of it,
1: right? Uh, but Clemson recruits the quarterback position extremely well. I mean, that's been a, a major part of Davos winning success there from, from Boyd to Watson to Lawrence to, to now DJ. And this is sort of a cycle, cycle up year for them. They, they, they got DJ two years ago. Last year, I think everybody realized it was going to be very difficult to land another stud behind DJ. Not you can't do it; just right. the odds are are not high that you're going to get them back-to-back years because QBs do transfer.
0: Uh, uh, but K- they they K- have K- other options here.
1: Yeah. So who- right. So K Klubnik. If, if you look at Steve Wilfong's quarterback dominoes piece, which I'm sure will be updated uh, probably early next week following this commitment. Um, K Klubnik, kid, kid out of Austin, Texas, really productive player, can throw from multiple arm angles. One of the highest-rated quarterbacks in the country as well. Anna Hickey of Clemson 24-7 Sports reported uh, that uh, Klubinck is likely to be the next guy that Clemson turns to. And the thing is, Chip, yes, this is a miss for sure. But at the same time, what, four or five months ago, I don't think either Bama or Clemson thought they were going to get Ty Sampson. Why? Well, he's on record saying that uh, as long as Jeremy Pruitt was at Tennessee, he was going to go to Tennessee. Oh, no. Yeah. False. And, no. Oh, yeah, man. It's uh, <laughs> And the thing is, like, there was all of these sort of, uh, hell, I don't even want to call it fanfic because it was very reasonable to assume that this could happen because Jeremy Pruitt and his staff were very good recruiters, and mm-hmm. obviously they, they got dismissed. But um, this year in the state of Tennessee is loaded. Like, this is one of the more loaded years in that state, not just a quarterback, but overall in a long time. And I think as, as Tennessee fans and Tennessee staff likely likely thought, hey, if we can get Ty Simpson in the boat early, that's a bell cow. That's a quarterback. Like, he can be a leader of the recruiting class. He can go out and he can sell his vision for Tennessee. Look, Tennessee has just needed a quarterback. They've had terrible quarterback play for quite a while, and I'm coming Believe in me, I'm gonna turn this thing around at the QB position. You guys come play around me. Let's stay in state. Let let's let's make this thing feel like 98. And now just they, they don't really seem to have that same momentum there. Uh, on the recruiting trail and, and not getting Ty Simpson. Look, it's not a shock for any Tennessee fans that, that follow this today because
0: we got sanctions be, coming, you know, like open potentially, NCAA. Potentially
1: potentially. I mean, but we, like we, we don't want to say for sure, but it is unlikely that you would have enough. Evidence to fire ten people for cause for recruiting violations, right? And then and then uh, you know get off scot free. Uh, but yeah, the quote: "When Jeremy Pruitt was there at Tennessee, I was going to go there." Simpson said I was a hard lean during my junior season.
0: So basically, Tennessee could have had that. We always talk about the South Carolina like run, where just the the talent in the state was phenomenal, and the Gamecocks did a good job of getting them to Columbia, and that's why we say it's like a right place, right time. South Carolina cannot always try to get to that, uh, you know, 10 double digit win mark that we saw because it is not, um, viable to expect there to be that much talent. Tennessee had that class. Like Tennessee has a surge in, and Tennessee's got talent. That's going to end up, they're going to have to fight Georgia. They're going to have to fight Clemson, Alabama for it every single year. But it sounds like this is like, Pouring salt on the wound, where in a year when you want to be able to clean up in state to potentially have a program change in class, you're you're facing a coaching change and you're facing potential investigation and penalties.
1: So, Chip, I, I, I'm not trying to pile on Tennessee here, but last year in the state, the, t- the state of Tennessee produced eight four-star or better players. This year, we already have thirteen. And, and that's I'm with sure some the,
0: five stars like yet to be handed out,
1: right? Exactly right. There, there, there's still some star inflation uh, to come. I mean, Walter Nolan, big time defensive tackle, transferred back to Tennessee from IMG. We, we just spoke a lot about Ty Simpson. You know, Jordan James, Keaton Wade, Dallin Hayden. I, I mean, Taylor Groves, who's verbally committed to Michigan right now. This is yeah. Uh, this is a re- really nice year in the state of Tennessee. We've seen it coming for a while. I think for recruiting folks, that was one of the reasons why it was a little bit surprising that Tennessee went ahead and kneecapped itself like it did.
0: (laughs) Too much. I can't believe it. Uh, He is Bud Elliott 3. Be sure to go to 24-7 Sports to check out all of the latest around the commitment of Ty Simpson. You can follow me at Chip underscore Patterson. Be sure to go follow us on Spotify. Follow and stream on Spotify. Uh, we'll be back on Monday with a very entertaining discussion about the college football playoff. Uh, if you want to jump in on the mailbag, we, we get college football playoff suggestions in the mailbag all the time. Questions, when are they going to expand, what kind of format? We're going to be tackling a lot of those uh, in Monday's show, so be sure to subscribe and keep your eyes out for that. Bud, thank you very much.
1: See you,